Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. I am so honored to be able to continue to do this every single week. Thank you so much for giving me your time, your attention, and your earbuds to listen to our podcast. And don't forget to always get in touch with me by going to my show notes to let me know what other topics you want me to talk about and also to give us a rating and a review so we can reach out to more people um, and help them to start and grow their event planning company and also grow in their mindset. So basically, personal growth. I always believe that if you don't grow uh, as a person, your business will never grow. All right. So today, we are going to talk about what exactly is a business structure. Why am I talking about such a boring topic? (laughs) Because I am seeing many new business owners who are creating a golden handcuff instead of a sustainable profit-growing business. And I'm going to go down into the nitty-gritties. I'm going to give you some example so you can relate to it. When we talk about business structure, basically, we are not just talking about the entity. When I talk about entity, I'm meaning legal entity, whether are you a sole proprietorship or are you a LLC or are you a corporation, an inc or partnership. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how are you structuring your business in a way of your system, your process, and also uh, your organization chart, your organization chart and the type of services that you want to offer, how are you structuring them in a way that you can gain um, freedom in your life in terms of the time, financial and time. But a lot of us start start a business because we want to be able to have freedom of time. But if you're not structuring your business correctly, then you will not have a freedom of time, okay? So let's use the events industry as an example. I see many, and this this pertains, this problem, okay, I'm going to echo it, problem, is very evident in the event designer slash decorator field, okay? I'm seeing a lot of new business owners who are event designers or decorators structuring their business in a way that they have to be present in every single event because of several reasons. One of the reasons is they don't trust other people to execute their event, number one, so that's a mindset issue. 
Number two, they can't find a good help to execute the event for them. That's a valid reason, which I actually will do a podcast about this in the, in the following week. And number three, they don't even know there's an option to execute their event without them being there. That means they have not been exposed to different ways to run their business and to execute their event. So these three could be the reason why their business is not structured the right way. So what I'm seeing right now in the event industry and the type of advice that other event decorators who started their business are giving to the newbies or other event coaches are giving to the newbies business owner in the events field is to, first and foremost, buy a lot of inventory, do everything. Okay, what do I mean by that? That means if you are a creative person, they are advising these newbie business owners to buy all sorts of inventory so you can offer different types of services. Inventory such as balloons, so you can offer balloon services. Inventory such as vases and fake flowers, so you can do centerpieces or props. Inventory such as um, uh, pipes and drapes, so you can do backdrop. Inventory such as linen, so you can have different types of linens to do different types of event themes and all sorts of event decor. So you become like the one-stop shop, okay? That is what I'm seeing in the events industry. Personally, I don't think that is the right way to grow a business, but hey, you know, different strokes for different folks. And I'm going to share with you my opinion why I don't think that the business is structured correctly when you decide to start your business this way. So when you have all this inventory, okay, you are a one-stop shop. So your intention is good. Your intention is to be able to cater to different needs so you never have to turn down a business. Now, this is a good intention, but what goes haywire and then you got yourself a golden handcuff is you have all this inventory and when you are selling this decor or decoration services to a potential client, you are going to use your own inventory. What went wrong is this business owner is structuring their business to be heavily involved in the day-to-day operation. And in this case, they are heavily involved or 100% involved in setting up and decorating that particular event that requires any of this inventory that they own, okay, for the decor services. So your business is structured in a way that you are a one-person show or you get some help to help you to put things up, but you are the lead of the event. So you are leading the event in terms of the designing and decorating. and you don't eat, you do this either because you are you were taught to do this by some other people or you have a your control freak. <laughs> so you do not trust anybody to do it. So you have to do it yourself, or you don't even know there's an option that somebody else can do it. So in this case, scenario A, this uh event decorator has all this inventory, so they are. The company is structured in a way that the organization chart is just them. 
Okay, so it's just this person. Okay, and then maybe some contracted help to help the business owner to set up the decoration. Okay, now what is the drawback of this? The drawback of this is if the business owner is sick, if the business owner can is sick or have a schedule conflict, they will have to either turn down the business or, or they work all the time because no other people can do it. So they are going against the goal of why they're even going to have a business, which is to have the freedom of time. So it went against their, their ultimate goal or the why they want to start the business. So the business is not structured correctly. So in this case, they got themselves what we call a golden handcuff. But it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because they get a lot of satisfaction when they complete the whole event using their own bare hands and they feel that they have 100% control of how the event looked like. So they feel very satisfied because they take a lot of pride in their work. Therefore, they continue with this type of process and continue to structure the business this way and they are tied to the business. So they cannot fall sick because once they fall sick, they cannot do the events and they cannot book two events happening on the same day and the same time. So they're stunting their growth because you can only do one event a day at that time, okay? So you cannot scale. So you are letting go of your goal of having a financial freedom and also time freedom. So your business structure is basically, in my opinion, pretty messed up. Now, scenario B, me, Mayo Silvers, okay? Assuming that a, high, a client hire me to design and decorate, okay? Yes, I do have a side of me that I actually can design and decorate. I just don't advertise that too much because it's not something that I love to do. I like to do that for my house, as you can see, but I am not into that. I can do a very good job, but I don't like doing that. But if for whatever reason, a client doesn't need me so much in terms of planning the event because maybe the event is very straightforward and they want me to conceptualize the event look and to design, okay, no problem. I can do it. So how I do it for my business and how I structure my business to be able to scale to a profitable six-figure profit event planning company is when I get an inquiry like this that you need me to design and decorate, okay, I will design it and then the decorating part, I have nothing to do with it. What I do is I have my vendors to do it. So when I design an event, okay, so I own zero inventory. So I don't have any capital output or having to get grants, loans, or go deep into that or to, to use my own money to buy inventory. Because for me, having inventory is like an anchor. Okay, anchoring you to, to anchoring the business to go into the deep, deep sea. Okay, you can never stay afloat unless your business is structured to become an event rental company. So you have to go back and ask yourself, how should you structure your business and how you structure your business, you have to think about what are the services that you want to offer, your core services. If you're offering decorating services instead of prop rental, then you should start thinking about using vendors. So in my case, 
I structure my business in a way that I respect and I understand why I want to have a business, which is I want to have the freedom of time and also financial freedom. So I need to be able to scale the business and I need to be able to have the time to do whatever I want and to work wherever I want. So these three goals. So location, I want to be able to work wherever I want. I want to be able to work whenever I want and I want to be able to scale the business so I can make money well and when I'm not even at the venue, okay, at the event. So how would I do this? In my case, I'm asked to design the event. So when I design the event, I take into consideration what my vendors have to offer, their resources, their inventory. And then I listen to the client's needs. And then I start thinking, okay, based on what the client is asking me to do or the theme of the event, I start thinking which vendor have all this inventory that I can create the look for the client. So in that case, when I am designing the event, I'm already designing based on which vendors I know can execute this event, who in this case are my decorators, okay? So I will call vendor A for the linen. I will call vendor B for the furniture rental. I will call vendor C for the floral arrangement. I will call vendor D for the, for the, for the backdrop. And then another vendor for some other experience can be a coffee cart, can be a donut machine, could be anything, depend or cotton candy machine, whatever. It could be anything based on the theme for the event. So on the day of the event, do I need to be there? If I need to be there, fine. But I don't have to be the one physically setting it up. So if I'm sick, okay, if that day I'm sick, I don't have to go there. The vendors know exactly what to do because I have already communicated to the vendors where to put what. So I don't really have to be there. And if I have another event happening on the same day at the same time, can I be at two places at one time? Absolutely. Because I can go at the beginning, at like two hours before the event, during setup time, my vendors are there, they know what to do. Then I can go to the other event, which is also during setup time. Or what I can do, in my case, I actually hire somebody who is a contractor whom I call the on-site manager, who I introduce it to my client way before the event, probably three months before the event to say that, hey, the, uh, my, your on-site manager is, is April, okay? I will not be there, but April is fully aware of how the event is going to be set up. So I will not be there. I will, I will not be there during setup time, but I can be there right before your event, so we can do the walkthrough together, whatever, right? Or sometimes I say that I'm not even going to be there. We are in good hands with April. So I just duplicate that business model. And this is how I structure my business to be able to scale. So when I am talking about business structure, you want to think about what is the ultimate goal for you when you start a business. And a lot of times is to fulfill your passion all right, and also financial freedom and time freedom and not being locked down in one place. If you are structured, your if you have structured your business to be so involved in the day-to-day operation, you just cancel out all the things which is that you want to start a business, which is financial freedom, time freedom, and also being able to work wherever you want. But you did fulfill your passion. Okay. So kudos to you but you are not able to scale your business. So you you will be booked, busy, 
if you don't charge correctly, book busy and broke. If you charge correctly, you are still not able to scale. So you are making money enough to pay the bills and maybe have a little bit of savings. But in my case, am I able to fulfill all? Which is, um, am I able to am I able to be anywhere I want? Because I don't have to be at the event. Yes. Am I able to scale the business? Yes, I can have more than one event on the same day at the same time. And am I able to have the um, am I able to have the financial freedom? Yes, I can book many events. Okay, I can book many events on the same day at the same time, and I don't have to be there. And I have the time to go wherever. I have the time to do whatever I want. Do I fulfill my passion? for event planning and designing yes because i was the one who came out who came up with the design so i was the I, I was the maestro to put everything together so i fulfill all my goals so my business is structured in a way to scale it's structured in a way to give me financial freedom time freedom and also not being locked down in the day to day operation and also to be able to work wherever i want whenever i want people Look at me funny when I tell them that hey, today, okay, I have one event in Seattle, one event in New York. So two events going on on the same day at two different locations and one in Miami. They look at me as if I have 10 heads. How do you do that? This is exactly what I do, okay? I do that day in, day out. That is why M2 is able to scale so quickly and to be able to make the money that we make because I have structured my business to extract myself from the day-to-day operation. I even created a podcast with one of the legends in the events field. So, and he taught me, you know, Will, his name is Will. So go back to my podcast, look at the one that I have with Will, that how can he retire at the in his 30s? How did he retire in his 30s? And the first thing he said is, you need to extract yourself from the day-to-day operation. If your client or your events, if your business needs you to be in there every single day, client-facing, okay? If your business requires you to do all the client-facing work every single day, you can never scale. Never, never, never scale. Because if you are sick, you cannot do it. And you cannot do, you cannot be at two places at one time. So, You have to think when you're structuring your business, when you're launching your business, ask yourself, what is the ultimate goal of having the business? And then use that to be your guide on how should you structure your business? Does it make sense to own inventory? Now, for those of you who are listening or watching this, there's there's still hope, okay? If you have inventory, you can still scale. You can still fulfill the reason why you want to have a business, financial freedom, time freedom, and not being locked in at one place and don't have a golden handcuff on you. What you can do is you can train. You can train a team, a contractor, okay, or a full-time employee to be able to execute the, the, the looks that you want for certain events. So come out with, come out with a certain portfolio where you sell five looks, 10 looks. And then if there is some tweaking to one of these looks that that is your signature look, you just have to take out one inventory and replace with another inventory. Imagine you are the business owner. Your job is to grow visibility and get leads. When you are just starting your business, building your sales pipeline is so important. Client fulfillment is important as well. 
but there needs to be a good balance. And in this case, if you're structured your business in a way that you're so involved in your day-to-day operation, you're lopsided. You're spending a lot more time in the client-facing activities, which is fulfilling your event, then building your pipeline. Therefore, your business is not growing as fast as it should or scaling as fast that as it could be. So you want to be thinking about all that. So in this case, I coach my clients inside our mentorship program. If you have inventory, then you have to think, what do we do with this with this inventory? Every day is sitting in the warehouse, in your garage, whatever, is withering away. You have to maintain this inventory. We got to make money from this inventory. So now you want to structure your business to have different streams of income. So you can structure one income coming from rental. So rent out your inventory, but make sure that you are not the one who's driving to deliver the inventory, set up and tear down because you are extremely expensive labor. Just remember, every time you have to be involved to do something, that means you can only do one business at a time. Okay, you can't scale that way. So you have to think about how should you do the rental business? Then you may want to keep the rental cheap, but rent out frequently. And you will do it in a way that people come and pick up the rental and then they drop off the rental and you make sure that you charge a damage waiver. Okay, so or security deposit. Now that's one stream of income. So your business is structured to get one stream of income, which is event rental. Then the other one is event design, event decorating. You got to you got to have your signature look and you got to have boxes of inventory that tells you this for this look, it has all this inventory in here and this is the instruction. So you got to have a team who just pick up and go and set up. So you can have many events going on at one time and because you are not physically involved, you have trained somebody to do that and it doesn't have to be a full-time employee. You can get a contractor and you already booked that contractor way in advance. Like every time I book an event, I know that I know I cannot be there. I already call out my, my trustworthy contractors and I say, hey, listen, on this date, this time, I need you to help set up, okay? So they block it on their calendar. And, and then I then if, you know, like in your case, right, then they will come to your house, they pick up the stuff and they go set up, all right? They are your setup manager, put it this way, or your on-site manager. So you don't have to be there. So all hope is not lost, but it's just a pain to be able to maintain the inventory. And now you have to, it's almost like crisis management, okay? If you buy inventory and then now you are sinking in money, now you're going to have a crisis management of not to lose money. Therefore, I'm teaching you this one way to structure your business to do it this way. But if you were me, if you think like, how, how is May able to sit at home and have three other events all in different parts of the country? How is she making money? Of course, I am making money. If let's say the client pays me $2,000, let's say for my time, okay, for my fees to do the event design, I get someone on site to go set up. I pay that person $150. I make $850. $850 sitting here. So imagine $850 here, $850 here, and $850 here. I may not make the $1,000 if I were to do it myself, but I'm thinking about big skill. Okay? If you're tripping over the $150 that you could save, then you're not thinking like a CEO. You're thinking like an employee. You want to think about how can we scale? Okay, so there will be times that you really want to quench your thirst, to put your hands in there and decorate. So be it, have at it, but make sure you charge a lot of money because just like 
I was teaching one one of the one of the people who came on a call with us, you know, a free business consult call. I said, that if you go cut your hair, right? If you go cut your hair, you can have an intern cutting your hair and it costs you $10. But if you have the master stylist to cut your hair, it's going to cost you $100. You are the master stylist. So you need to charge $100 an hour instead of your regular $50 an hour. So if your client wants you to be there and if you want to be there, you have to make sure that you charge more because by you being there, you are giving them opportunity to make more money by doing another event or doing sales outreach, okay? When you take on something, you're giving up something else. So you've got to make sure that you understand what you're giving up. So it all comes down to how are you structuring your business? Are you structuring your business in a way to fulfill what you say, why you want to have your business, okay? All right? So hopefully this, this podcast episode is able to give you an understanding what does business structure means. Not talking about the legalities, but talking about how are you structuring your types of services and how you're executing the type of services so that you can gain profit, have time freedom, and also scale your business and make a lot of money at the same time. All right? Thank you so much for giving me your time once again. Make sure that you share our podcast, give us a rating, give us a review so that we can continue to grow and help more people like you. Talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.